0: Apple's down today, but stocks are holding on right now. Let's talk some more picks and dive into a couple companies that pay out a dividend. Joining us, Kevin Simpson, founder and CEO at Capital Wealth Planning, back with us this morning. Kevin, good to see you. Hey, Oliver, good morning. Okay, so let's talk a couple companies here on your mind. As the strategy of owning dividend-paying stocks has outperformed the market this year, you've got a couple that are not just outperforming but are up. Let's start with the energy connection with Devin. How long
1: can the bid into crude oil connected names last? Well, you know, the stock has come down so much since we've talked about it last time that it's almost an incredible re entry point. You're looking at a $57 stock right now with a dividend yield of over 8%, almost 8.5% as long as the price of oil is over $60 per barrel, these companies are gonna make tremendous cash flow. And that's what it's all about. We want EBITDA, we want dividends, we want distributions, cash on cash, and and good old-fashioned valuations. Here's a stock that has a PE of seven, Oliver and the dividend is a combination of two components. They have a fixed component, which is about 3%, and then they have a variable component, which is based on free cash flow. They've allocated up to 50% of free cash flow to be distributed to shareholders as a variable dividend. So when you're looking for opportunities here, I just think that this is a can't miss. Okay, so the uh, uh, drop here over the last couple months Uh, still
0: better than uh, the move in WTI, but uh, it does uh, bring up the question here of being invested closely tied to the commodity. Is this going to be a little bit more volatile than uh, your average dividend-paying stock?
1: Yeah, and and clearly it has been. I mean, just the chart that you showed is evidence of that. But we're putting so much oil into the system through our reserves that at some point you're going to need to fill those back up. And I think that Devin is a beneficiary there as well. They also have a natural gas component. They have an expense cap of about 5%, which we really like, which means they're not going to just go out and spend like crazy and then suffer if oil prices do trend much, much lower. So you've got fiscal responsibility with management, tremendous EBITDA, incredible cash flow. And from a shareholder perspective, we are the beneficiaries of that cash flow in an incredibly unique way. So I, I think there can be more volatility for sure, but you're more than compensated uh, as you get paid while you wait for times to improve.
0: Okay, let's talk uh, staples, which have been somewhat disappointing as a category. In fact, just the last few days, we saw staples as a sector get really slammed, down a new year-to-date lows. Uh, but one very obvious is General Mills. I mean, this thing is up from 67 bucks to 78 this year and that's after people were saying for years the cereal business was dying so
1: what changed well yeah the, you know if you're if you're looking for stock selection as opposed to indexing you know here's an example where general mills is is outperforming so this chart much differently than devon has tremendous momentum behind it you've got a two and three-quarter dividend yields, so still rock-solid dividends. In fact, they declared a dividend yesterday, Oliver, which makes it now the 124th consecutive year that General Mills or its predecessor companies have paid dividends. What I also like about it is over the past 10 years, it's had a dividend increase of about 5% per year on average. Now, you're at a 17 PE, so depending upon where you think uh, markets are gonna ultimately price out, from a multiple level, we wanna be cognizant of that. The stock has done really well. You're, you're, you're going into it into a position and into a name that has outperformed pretty much everything else out there. They have tremendous free cash flow, an incredible brand, an emphasis on moving a little bit more into the health sector, but Cheerios, Nature Valley, Blue Buffalo, El, Old El Paso, Pillsbury, Betty Crocker, Yoplait, and just great, great brands where in many cases, people aren't gonna trade down. Nobody's giving up their Cheerios, Oliver. (laughs) All right, doesn't seem like it. Uh,
0: Definitely uh, not my little nephew Teddy for sure. Okay, thanks uh, Kevin, appreciate the thoughts. We're gonna do some trading uh, on uh, these companies that are doing pretty well on the year here.
2: I got Tom standing by in studio. All right, let's get bullish on some cereal, Tom. What do you think, General Mills? (laughs) Well, uh, as you mentioned, it's outperformed the overall market. It hit all-time highs just last Friday but it's pulled back just a little bit. Uh, You know, you can buy the shares. Uh, Kevin mentioned the multiple on this. Starting to get uh, to historically high levels for this company, but as he mentioned, uh, the brand name exposure here to the upside, it doesn't seem like people are gonna pull back on buying those brands. So I looked at this from buying the stock perspective and collecting that dividend. Yeah, you can do that. It's got a 2.7% dividend yield. You're outlaying a lot of capital. So I looked at a stock replacement strategy instead, using the option market to create some leverage. Uh, going out to the December monthly cycle, so 79 days till expiration, where I'm going to buy a deep in the money call at the 75 strike. It's got that higher delta, so it reacts more like the stock. So if you think that General Mills over the next three months or two and a half months is going to hit those all-time highs that we saw last Friday and continue to move higher, you're paying a debit of roughly about six bucks. It's actually trading a little bit lower than that right now but the debit that you pay is the risk as opposed to buying 100 shares, uh, every call for every 100 <laughs> shares on this one. So you break even of 81 bucks, that's only about 4% above the current share price uh, in general mills. So if you think this stock's going to continue to rally into the end of the year, outperform the market. This is a lower cost capital way to get into a bullish trade, but you do need that move back to all time highs to be profitable on this, uh, this position.
0: Okay. All right, so you need a pretty big bounce here yeah. uh, on the thing to continue, which it already has. Yeah. Great stock so far this year. Yeah, How about Devin's similar approach, or how do we mind that volatility that's attached to it?
2: Yeah, um, Kevin mentioned in his commentary on this one, paid to wait, uh, and that's a strategy that I looked at here in Devin en- Energy uh, based on that big, massive dividend that they pay. Uh, the stocks pulled back about 28% from eight-year highs that we saw Uh, in June when crude oil was trading $120 a barrel. So you gotta take that into consideration. But I like to look at uh, paid to wait type strategies where you have that massive dividend yield and you can sell some upside calls against your long stock position uh, to create more yield. So I looked at a covered call strategy for every 100 shares of stock that you buy in Devon Energy, uh, you sell one of the October 63 strike calls. Your debit's going to be about 55.90 on that one. Uh, your break-even's also over the next 23 days. Uh, so basically, you're buying the shares, but you're buying them at a discount because you get to collect that option premium, uh, which is out of the money to the upside here by about $5, $6 to the upside. So as you get closer to October expiration, you can adjust that call, right? You can buy it back at a cheaper price because time decay takes uh, effect and then sell another call out in a weekly or monthly cycle in Devon, which creates more credits, which reduces your break-even point, and creates more yield on this position, increases profitability. So paid to wait, as Kevin mentioned, this might be the way to play it where you can collect that dividend.
0: Okay, got it. Never
1: uh, hurts to get paid to wait. Okay, Uh, thanks, Tom.